What's up, girls, guys, gays, and nays? I'm Beth. And I'm TJ. Grab your bottle of wine and put your lawyer on speed dial. This is Nightmare on Girls Night. Sunday Scaries edition. Oh, every time. <laughs> I never remember. <laughs> It is Sunday Scaries edition ghost stories. Ghost stories as voted by our five listeners. <laughs> we love you. I want to shout them out, but I won't say their name. I know. I think that's a breach of privacy. Okay, so we're moving on up to Halloween. Uh-huh. Have you watched any scary movies besides besides the one we watched? Um, We watched Mama. Oh, okay. Mama. Yeah, that was Mama. the only... I actually watched Practical Magic last night. I have night. no idea what that is. It's not a scary movie, but it's a witch movie. It was mm. filmed in 93 with Sandra Bullock and... Oh my god, what is her name? Redhead in Desperate Housewives. Oh. Oh. What the hell is her name? I have no idea. This is really embarrassing. I have not seen She's that She's a movie. huge... Uh, Nicole Kidman. Oh, love Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. It was... Very cheesy, but I feel like mm. it's a classic, like, witch Halloween movie that everybody should watch. Well, should we have the debate? Be- I didn't watch the whole nightmare on... Girls' Night? No. <laughs> what is it called, even? The Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. People are gonna shit, because <laughs> I haven't seen it until, like, last week, and then I watched half of it. Yeah. Okay, so... Is it... Based, okay, I started off being like, it's a Halloween movie, and then I think I ended going, no, nah, I would watch this at Christmas. Yes. I think it's Christmas. Okay. I. What do you think? Well, you haven't watched the whole thing. Okay, so then I'll, okay, so I'm halfway through, and I started thinking Halloween, I'm at Christmas, I'll watch the rest, and then I'll bring my verdict back. Okay, because I don't want to, like, screw okay, don't skew your me. view. Yeah, don't sway me. Okay, but, also, listeners, she's never seen Hocus Pocus. I have not, oh, you're outing me. I have to. This is mean, people are going to be mean. All we talk about is spooky stuff. I know! <laughs> and she hasn't even seen the classics. I have not, mostly because, okay, I love spooky and creepy, but not corny spooky and creepy okay. so I struggle with ones like Hocus Pocus and what the hell is it called Nightmare Before Christmas <laughs> nailed it okay um wow anyways anyways so I struggle with movies like that so I've just never seen them because like I grew up I didn't grow up being eased into horror with that stuff I grew up being thrown right into Saw and Exorcism uh and like all those ones so that's what my family was watching growing up. Well, I should say my dad. Somebody's going to call CPS. <laughs> I turned out fine. I think I'm great. Uh, on a true crime podcast. Need therapy. Haven't gone to therapy. Oh, Still and think we're I'm back great. to that. Yeah, you're my therapy. Okay, so anyways. Yeah. Sunday Scaries, Ghost Stories Edition. Yeah. And, drum roll please. That's actually a good drum roll. We have a special guest. Who we've made be silent up to this point. Yeah, he's just been sitting here <laughs> cowering like a little little baby. I was on TikTok. <laughs> I was on TikTok. Welcome, Jay. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us. Normally, I'm over in the living room and I just hear mumbling through the walls, but yeah, now I'm here. Now you're Perfect. here. Happy to have you. He has a ghost story for us. I do. Do you yeah. want me to get right into it? Ooh, let's do it. Yeah, let's get right into Wait, it. Wait, does anybody know who Jaden is? No, Jaden's my partner. <laughs> we're, we're just roommates. You're roommates. Yeah. This is my roommate. I live here. This is my house. Yeah. <laughs> you also have a ghost that lives upstairs. Well, a ghost that's banging in your attic. I'm pretty sure it's a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Squirrels that are banging in your very attic. Very much alive. <laughs> 
or not alive. We don't know. We don't. I've seen him. <laughs> See, but okay. Sitting on the front porch, he walks across the oh. wire and up onto the house, and then oh. somehow he gets inside the roof. We yeah. could make him a picnic table. Oh my god, that'd be so cute. My grandpa made squirrels in our backyard picnic tables. I'm That's gonna, really cute. I'm Please gonna stop BB gun him. <laughs> All right, let's let's kick. What'd you just say? I'm gonna BB gun him. Oh, that's so sad. Don't do that. Just a warning shot. I'm not <laughs> like, gonna hit him to the right of him. Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. to scare him off. Yeah. Just Perfect. uh back off. Okay. All right. All right. Jay has a ghost story for us, and you know what? I was gonna ask him to write it in, and I was gonna read it myself, but <laughs> we got a request to have a guest. And so he, we, here it is. Here you it did? is. You had a request. We, we did. Who requested? We're not saying. We can't out them. Okay, um, let's kick her Would off. you like to set up the context of this story? You want me to set it up? Sure. I wasn't there when this happened to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, when it Beth and I a- lived in Ontario, we worked at a golf course. And the golf course was built on an old apple orchard, like 100 years old. It was a retired orchard turned oh, golf course. I didn't retired know that. orchard. Well, you're learning already. Okay. And <laughs> this is why you didn't set up the story. I know. So... I worked there for about six years. Beth worked there for like the last two years of my six. Yeah. And prior to me being there, there was these stories of uh, golfers and cart girls and other people that worked at the golf course and people from like separate years that didn't know each other. And all the stories kind of matched up to be the same story of like, oh, we saw this woman in a white dress and the golf golfers would be like oh on the driving range we saw you know do you have a wedding today why is it always a woman in a white dress isn't that sad that's awful because their lovers scorned okay that's Um, really sad anyway so we and let's just say that bitches are more stubborn and would come back to haunt people absolutely maybe she loved golf (laughs) i don't think that's well hey who am i to judge Or, or it was her property who knows who knows so on the at the beginning of the property there was this old original farmhouse that was part of the property the, ri- the original property love it and that was refurbed into uh just front offices for the golf course and that was on one side of like the driving range and then on the other end of the driving range like i don't know 500 yards away was the pro shop where we all worked where we met and fell in love oh <laughs> but they're just roommates they were just roommates the this building is the original farmhouse and when you go in it it's very creepy it and is. It's all refurbished except for the basement. The basement is still the original dirt, oh. like wood framed, wood foundation, and then dirt floor basement. It's like super, super old. Mm-hmm. And then just beside that, there's an old barn that's like falling apart. There's trees growing through it. It's kind of cool. And that's on the first hole, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, so golfers would come in and they'd be like, hey, you having a wedding today? Like we saw this woman in a white dress. And we'd be like, oh no, that's just Linda. Okay. And so we named her Linda. Aw. Because you st- we would hear the same story over and over. And then um, people that before I worked there, like cart girls, they would go do their cash out in this main building in the, in the offices. And they would walk in and say, like, as they were walking in, they saw, like, a woman walking up the stairs. And they would think it's, like, the food and beverage manager. So mm-hmm. they'd walk in and they'd be like, hey, I'm, like, all done. And then they'd go upstairs and there's nobody in there. Oh, and they would be like, yeah, I swear I saw somebody, like, in white. They were walking up the stairs. Like, I'm certain. Mm-hmm. And those people... We're like obviously totally separate and don't know the golfers. They so don't like know Totally Linda. different stories <laughs> that just match up. So that brings to when I was working there. I never had any experiences. So I was always making fun of like the people that 
did have experiences or did feel weird in the house because I never like it was a creepy house, but I was always just joking around about it. Like, oh yeah, it's just Linda. She's up there. She haunts the house. <laughs> sure, it's cash. And we never, I never thought of her as like a scary haunting. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh yeah, that's Linda. She works in the offices. She she works in the offices. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so until uh, we were joking around one day, and one of the the. I think it was like one of the cart girls was talking about like Linda or whatever. And then I started joking around about Linda. And then the food and beverage manager was like, be careful what you say. Linda's going to haunt you next. And so then we finish up our shift. We go home and we used to kind of like sometimes hang out at the golf course late. And we used to play a lot of pranks on each other. So the beginning of this sort of ghost story, I just brushed off. So I get home. And it's maybe like I finished my shift at like nine, like whatever sunset. I get home. It's like 10 o'clock. I get a call from the golf course. I pick it up. It's just like silence. Ugh, I hate that. I hate it already. And I think like, oh, there's like they're finishing up late. You know, like I wasn't the last person to leave. So maybe somebody's still there and they have like a question about like settling up the cash out or something. Whatever. I, I hang up. An hour later, now it's like 11 o'clock. Another call from the golf course. I pick it up. Nothing. Just like silence. I'm like, okay, maybe they're trying to mess with me because I was joking around with them today, blah, blah, blah. 12 o'clock. I think I'm still up at this point. Another call. I pick it up. Silence. And now I'm like, okay, they're pranking me. Yeah. Yeah. They're hanging out, having a couple drinks at the golf course. And they're pranking me. I'm not going to answer these anymore if they keep calling. You just silenced it. Well, I, I think I went to bed. It's like midnight. Yeah. And so I go to bed and then I wake up in the morning. When I wake up in the morning, I have like seven missed calls from the golf God. course. Like 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 2.30, oh, 3.30, 4.00 a.m., 5.00 a.m., 6.00 a.m., 7.00 a.m. Like all through the night. And so I'm like, okay, wow. Like till like maybe 1 or 2 a.m. If they stayed on the property, they're drinking, whatever. That's a good prank. But like all the way through the night, <laughs> that's, like, dedication. that's super committed. <laughs> and so then I listen and I have voicemails. Mm-mm. No, I God, I don't even know if I would listen to them. And the voicemails are even stranger. It's like I, I the the voicemail clicks on, and it's just like kind of silence and like no, like a little Mm-mm. bit of static, and then like like an audible like click of like hanging up the phone <laughs> because it's like an old yeah, not an old but like like you would it's have like, in like an office a, yeah, like a, a, land a, a land phone, a landline phone. Yeah. phone, a land phone, a land phone, a land phone. Oh my god, we're that far removed. Look how young we are. And yeah, so like that and like every call all through the night had this like voicemail and some of them would be like, you know, five seconds, like, yeah, click. And then other ones would be like 30 seconds of like, I hate that click and no like breathing, no sounds, no nothing. And so I, <laughs> I get back in and I, I'm telling everybody at work this story. And I'm like, if you guys are screwing with me, like, you got to tell me. Because, yeah. like, one, pretty committed, like, great prank, whatever. But two, like, maybe it was Linda. Scared shitless. And they're like, no, no, it wasn't us. And like, we were all at home. We didn't, we weren't here, whatever. And so as I'm telling this story, uh, and then, like, our food and beverage manager is there. And she's like, I told you yesterday, don't yeah. mess with Linda. Don't bad talk Linda. She'll get you back. And I'm like, oh, yeah, must have been Linda, whatever. And so this is where the story gets really good or a lot better. Um, we're standing in the pro shop, so the separate building of the original farmhouse, mm-hmm. which is like 500 yards away. There's three phones in that, off, in that mm-hmm. building. 
it's just like one big room basically it's a golf shop if anybody's been in a golf shop you know so there's two tills and each one has a phone and then there's a third phone at the like manager's desk which i can see from the till that i'm standing mm-hmm. at so but it was in a separate room in a separate room but like i can see it like yeah. it's in my eye line it's like maybe 15 20 feet right. away so from where i'm standing i can see all three phones and there's maybe like three or four staff in the shop at the time as we're talking about this like story of all the calls through the night and as i'm standing there talking uh i can see all three phones nobody's at any of the phones like the two three people that i'm talking to are like in front of me near the door like not near the phone and there's nobody in the other building there's no one else on the property everybody that's working is in the building yeah and so as i'm talking about this the phone in front of me just clicks on to speakerphone oh god like dial tone hate that on speakerphone so we can all hear it and so, like, I think I was talking, like, it interrupts, and I'm like, oh, weird. I look down, and I'm, like, right about to just, like, hang it up, uh-huh. and it and it starts dialing. No. And it's, like, beep, beep. No. Beep. And it's, like, my number. No. Like, one number at a time. And I'm, like, oh, my God, this is, like, my number. No. And, like, as I'm saying that, the people that I'm working with, they come over, they look, we're standing, we're watching the phone, and my number's, like, coming up one number at a no. time, like, slowly, deliberately being dialed. We can see the other phones. Nobody else is on the property. And, yeah, it dials my number, and then yeah. it rings. It's still on speakerphone, so we hear it, like, ringing, and then my cell phone rings. No. And we're just, like, standing there, like, oh, my God, that was weird. I and I strongly like, dislike that. I... I answer the call and we can hear me coming through the speakerphone and I hang up and then we just stand there in silence for a second because no. like, that was like the first time where all of us like it Witnessed wasn't a joke it. anymore yeah. and that we can't explain. Oh. I hate that so much. It's also like, are you then like, is Linda standing beside me typing this shit in? Right? I could, I, I could. No. Like if I'm going to try to like debunk it. It could be like, oh, like there's something wrong with the phone lines and like every hour it was dialing like the last number called or something. But right. I don't, I didn't call. Who would have there's called like a, your cell phone? Hundreds and, of people that call the golf course every day. Why would it have, like if that was the case, it would just, like when you're standing there, it would have just called your number. It wouldn't type your number in yeah. one number at it a time. It just like automatically. Yeah. It would just automatically go. If like, you hit redial, it doesn't type the number no. in. And my phone's like not in there on like speed dial yeah. or anything. And there was nobody like hiding on the property to like yeah. finish the prank. Yeah. Like, you know, like <laughs> Linda was the, the pranker. Big, the big, the big Did you apologize to finale. Linda after that? And put some uh, good yeah, juju out our, there. Uh, our respect for Linda got a little bit. Uh, yeah, I bet you didn't fuck that. with her then. Yeah. See, scorned bride. Don't don't fuck with the scorned bride. So that's my one and only ghost story where I'm like, yeah, that, yeah, that was, was hard to explain away. Yeah. yeah, can confirm that farmhouse in the front was <clears throat> fucking terrifying. Was it? It was a spooky house. Yeah. When I finally got into food and beverage, I would be there alone at night, and I would run in, run up the stairs, throw my cash out over the <laughs> stairs because I didn't want to see anything and I would run out and lock the door. Oh, up. God. I could just Yeah, it was that. a small house and, like, you come in on the main floor and you're immediately looking at, like, the side of the stairs. So yeah. if you were walking towards, like, the glass doors of the front, you could yeah. see somebody going, like, left oh, to right, like, yeah. up the stairs. And that was, like, one of the common stories is that, like, oh, like, I saw 
food and beverage manager and then they like run and in then and be like, like not kim like I, I forgot my cash and then like nobody's in there <sighs> so that was like a common one yeah the other one but was did see people walking anything around. ever feel threatening or was it all just kind of like you could coexist happily I felt that way. Yeah. But like Beth said, like a lot of the girls would go in there and they'd just be like, like, (laughs) yeah, toss their cash out and get out of there as quick as possible. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. It would, it would feel like weird. Yeah. Like when I'm like closing up the golf course and it's, I'm like the last one there. It's 11 at night. It's all dark. Going in there, I got to turn all the lights off and lock everything up. It would be creepy. And you're like, let me get out of here as quick as possible. Yeah. Do you believe in ghosts? I do now. (laughs) Now after Linda? After that. Yeah. I think there's... I think maybe there's something yeah i don't know i think i always try to like logically explain away right. everything but that one that's i have like a hard a, time explaining that's like a away defense mechanism too yes. though i feel like everybody tries to explain it away because it's scary otherwise absolutely yeah, yeah until you have like an experience that you can't explain yeah. away 100 uh-huh. percent. yeah yeah thank Thanks. you for bringing your story first guest you're welcome first guest ever yeah Man, the views on this one are gonna go oh my god all of a sudden it's like the top listed <laughs> episode or big break oh my god all right well do, do you wanna you go next you want me to go i want you to go okay oh, i almost ripped my headphones off oh my god she almost oh my ripped, god. ripped her headphones off y'all people love when we talk in accents i know and i just it just happens Okay, so I am going to tell one that I got from Reddit because the ghost stories on Reddit are just fucked up. So good. They're so fucked up. Do you want to be here? (laughs) What? I'm giving my two cents. I'm all in. Okay. Yes. You have to be all in. (laughs) (laughs) I found a story from Reddit. It's in the thread ghost stories. Mm-hmm. There's so many good ones in there. Uh, if yes. you ever find yourself bored and home alone at night, yeah. you should definitely read them. I've gone down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, so this one comes from Kent Tree Surgeon is Ooh. their username. Uh, okay. The title is The House That Freaked Out the Builders and Landscapers. Mm-hmm. Hoth is a little village near Canterbury and Sturry, out on the old marshes that were once the Wanstum Watsum Channel. I think Definitely it's a butchered that. In Star Wars as well. Yeah. Where is this in the states? Uh, it sounds southern. I, it sounds English to me. Oh. Canterbury. Oh. Anyways, a few years ago in 2014, my landscaping company were called to a job uh, in a beautiful house there. The house was a converted barn and had been bought by the new owners who wanted some work done there before moving in. Barn. Uh huh. So the first step Theme. <laughs> the first step was to visit the property and take a look to come up with a price for the job. There was a great deal of land surrounding the property with extensive gardens that had fallen into a state of disrepair. After visiting the property, I returned saying that the place gave me the creeps and that although it was empty and isolated, several hundred yards from the next dwelling, it felt like I was being watched. I feel Ugh. like that's always like I a hate telltale that. sign. This yeah. so far sounds like the setting for every scary movie. Yeah. yeah. Just like an old 100%. Victorian house on a big property. Feel like you're being with yeah. gardens that with have With a vines. landscape worker. Yeah. Yeah, the lands- nobody's home, but the landscaper comes. <laughs> and you know what? The next line is, obviously everyone laughed at me. I was pr- I priced the job, which was a big one, and would need us to be on site for about five days and forgot about the whole thing. As it turned out, we were given the contract for the garden clearance and various tree work, and we booked in for a few weeks' time. When we arrived on site, there were a crew of builders there already who were working inside the house and living there for a couple of weeks while they carried out the renovations. 
When we arrived, we said our hellos, and John, I think that's just a, alias? Alias. Alias. Elias. Elias! I love it. Me too. People tell us when we pronounce words wrong, Mm -hmm. so. I will. Um, John asked what they thought of the house, and the reply was, it's a lovely place, but it's haunted as fuck. Mm. Yeah. We laughed and asked why they thought that, and they told us that they could hear banging coming from the empty rooms, their tools were being moved around, they heard whispering, and once they even received a phone call from from the number 00000000. Yeah, I don't like that. I also don't like the whispering. The call's coming from inside the house. The call is coming from inside the house. He showed us the call record to prove it on his mobile phone. Mm. Interested, but not entirely convinced, we got on with our work. Joe, it's Joe now, uh, told us that the back courtyard garden gave him the willies. But apart from that, day one was uneventful. He's got to be English. Yeah. Who else says the willies? The willies. That's for sure English. (laughs) On day two, it was was quiet in the morning and in the afternoon. I went inside for a coffee. While I was there, there was knocking sounds coming from one of the back rooms. Nobody was in there, but it could well have been someone in one of the garden areas knocking against the walls from outside. But then there was a sound like wallpaper being unrolled or a poster falling off the wall, something like that. It came from the hall, then out of the hall, a shadow shot through the kitchen and out the front door. I was alone in the house at that time, and after looking at every angle, the only way the shadow could have been cast was by the kitchen lights in the middle of the room, but there was nothing to cast it. I was starting to become a believer. Mm. On day three, Paul, one of the builders, was having an argument with somebody on the phone. When he hung up, he said, I can't believe that. The driver from the skip company says he won't come here to pick up the skip unless we can promise there's someone on site to meet him because he reckons he saw something. I'm sorry, dude. That was freaky. That was a raven. That was a big ass raven. Holy shit! I thought the lights just flickered. So did I. A raven just flew by the window. Yeah, but he and a covered shadow, the whole window. A was, shadow whipped across the room. That was the really spooky. That was Good really time, great. Raven. That was. He saw something in there when he dropped the skip off before they got here, and it's definitely haunted. When he did arrive, he said that he dropped the skip off the first time. He knew the place was empty, but he saw someone moving around in there. And while he was unloading the skip, the radio on his lorry came on loud with a load of static. These are all oh, very I English hate static Ooh, English words. I have another ghost story. Oh. <laughs> um, day four was quiet apart from the knocking and banging, which we'd all got gotten used to by then, even though it was louder than before and definitely not one of us messing about. On day five, a guy turned up to put in a new TV aerial and that's that involved some wiring being fitted in the back room where most of the noises came from. A few hours in, he said he was having a coffee with everyone else in the kitchen and said that he'd be glad when he was done because that room was creeping him out. He said that he was sure that he kept hearing someone walking around in there, but there was nobody inside, let alone that room. The final thing that happened when we were working there was that another contractor turned up to do some light fittings and parked outside the house. While he was in there, his van radio came on really loud with a lot of static, just like the (laughs) skip driver had said happened when he was there before. A few weeks after we'd been there, the new owners had moved in, and John and I went over to visit them to settle up the bill one evening after work. John was curious and asked the owner if he was enjoying living there. Obviously, he read between the lines a little bit. Maybe he'd already asked about the place um, by one of the other contractors, and he responded by saying, It's a beautiful house, but I must say, it takes on a completely different feeling at night. It's not such a nice place after it gets dark. Oh, gosh. That's so ominous. Is that the end? No. (laughs) 
We returned to work there a couple more times on, a, on smaller jobs, but as the clients were living there full-time by then, we didn't spend much time in the actual health it, house itself. But on one occasion, when we were in the kitchen in the evening, uh, having a cup of tea with the owner, the back room, there was, from the back room, there was a huge crash, like a wardrobe being pushed over. The owner just put his finger up and whispered, please just pretend you didn't hear that. We don't want the children to be scared. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. How are they not scared? It seems like like, like they oh, live. That's just they're Linda. just like, yeah. It's it's like they're Linda. <laughs> the Our static, Linda. I really dislike. You want to know where I thought that was going? If what? it was a movie plot, the ending would have been like they go to like settle up the bill and they they find like the the caretaker for the building dead and they're like the whole time. What are you ta- <laughs> What are you talking about? You've been doing work on the house. Nobody's lived here for years. Is that right? All the staff and everybody, all the contractors, they're all ghosts. I'm thinking um, we should switch careers to movie producing. Yeah. Or writing. Camera. Um also the static, did you ever watch Poltergeist? No. Is that on your list? It's on my list. Okay, put it on your list. It's Is already it on your list. <laughs> <laughs> you missed it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's good. Okay. I have, uh, I have one. <laughs> sorry, you're not allowed to tell another one until TV's gone. It's a really quick <laughs> yeah. one. Okay, you go quickly while I find one. I can mine. tell it so quick while you're, while you're you looking yours it. up. You so I worked at another golf course, and I worked in the kitchen. This was like when I was in high school, and sometimes the radio would just click on, and it would be Randomly? staticky. But that what kind of radio is easy was to... It? Like an old like CD player, like a so boom that's box. like yeah, like a boombox. We're really aging ourselves, mm-hmm. but see that's why it's easy to explain away. Like old boombox, maybe like the wires are short circuited, no, and every once in a while we just shit. click on. No, no, I see. You go over, turn it off. My logic would not go. That bitch just turns on randomly. Yeah, no, no, no. Ghost. Okay, mine comes from a book. It's okay. called Real Ghost Stories. All the stories are based on true events. Mm-hmm. So I'll put the book in our show notes okay um and so the one i'm gonna talk about is actually really well written anyways it's all true based on true events like these people are recounting their stories that have written in their stories to this author okay so this one starts my friend alexis was spending the night with me um one night her parents were out of town and they didn't want her to be in the house by herself really they just didn't trust her not to throw some sort of party while they were gone which was pretty accurate They had a right to be wary since that is exactly what would have happened, but I was thrilled to have one of my best friends staying with me for a week. We had all sorts of plans from movies, makeovers, and best of all, a night that we planned on performing a seance. We checked out a few websites that gave instructions on how to do one, and we thought it sounded creepy but pretty cool. It was going to be the highlight of the stay. We thought we would wait until the last night, but neither of us wanted to wait, so we decided it would be a perfect way to kick things off with a bang. Mm. Right? It was nearly midnight and we had everything set up. We had found a script online of words to say to contact spirits and had printed off two copies so we could speak the words together. Like, no. Oh my god. Immediately no. We had also brought candles and a few crystals that my mom had around the house. She claimed they were for protection. I just thought they looked cool. We set up in the front of my closet, which had a, had mirrored doors, which I hate this because I closet? have mirrored doors and I hate that. They set up in front, in of, the front closet, of the closet, which had mirrored okay. doors. Um, so like facing in our the house, mirrors? like how they're, yes. no. So like, like how you're sitting right now next to the mirror doors. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. We had read that spirits could use mirrors to travel and communicate. So we figured it couldn't mm. hurt our chances. Why would you actively? Ne- oh. That's new to me. I've never heard oh, that. Oh God. We took turns lighting the candles we had in front of us. The wicks caught quickly and we were bathed in the soft glowing light. 
At this point, Alexis went and turned off the lamp in the room, which was the only other source of illumination other than the candles at the time. We then sat down and started to recite the chant that we had selected. After the first time, we sat there silent, listening for any sound that could indicate that something might be there with us. My entire body was tingling with fear and anticipation. This didn't seem like such a good idea anymore, and I was hoping nothing would happen. Alexis looked around the room before meeting my eyes. I could see the flame of the candle reflecting in them. Let's try again and see what happens. As much as I didn't want to, nothing happening the first time bolstered my confidence that this wasn't going to lead to anything more than me getting myself worked up about nothing. So once again, we started our chant, calling forth any spirit to come forth and speak with us, to let their presence be known. I sat there waiting for something to happen, but I no longer believed what we were doing was real. What were we thinking anyways? We were just a couple of teenagers talking to some candles and rocks. The candles' flames didn't move, no strange temperature changes happened, no tapping or knocking noises occurred, just silence. I let go of a breath that I didn't know I was holding and felt relief rush over me. I looked over into the mirror at myself, and my reflection stared back at me just like it always did. I glanced over at the space in the mirror where Alexis's reflection was, and her reflection looked, looked much the same as mine did, looking as if her head was turning towards the mirror. Something about it seemed wrong, though, but why? The realization hit me like I had been slapped. It was wrong because Alexis wasn't looking towards the mirror. No. She was facing me. No. Only her reflection was turned towards her. I began to shiver uncontrollably as fear pounded through every part of my body. This wasn't real. My mind was definitely playing tricks on me. The face in the mirror turned towards me and its mouth curved into a smile that split her face from ear to ear. Ew. The mouth began to move, but I didn't hear anything inside my head but two words. Hello, Josie. <laughs> The candles flickered violently, and then they were snuffed out, casting the room in complete darkness. I started to hear scurrying noises all around me. In the pitch black, I couldn't tell where they were coming from or what there, what was there with us. Every nerve in my body felt like it was humming as adrenaline surged through my blood. I felt a slight breeze as something got close to me and shuffled by. I reached out in front of me, trying to feel for the familiar shapes in my room as I crawl blindly forward. It seems like I crawl farther than my room is long, but I finally feel something solid in front of me. It feels like it could be the sheets from my sheets on my bed as I move my hands across the surface. At first, I think it is my sheets, but it is greasy and cold. Ooh. I pull my hand back, but even after letting go, the slick substance clings to my fingers. A slight breeze tickles the fine hairs around my ear and I hear a sound like a wet sucking noise coming from behind me. Ew. Whatever is here in my room is right there inches from the back of my head. The sound comes closer, heavy breathing, and I realize what it what I'm hearing. It is heavy breathing. The mouth of whatever this thing may be is right next to my ear. The smell of rotten eggs assaults my nose and I gag from the smell, which they sulfur. say sulfur is like what is it demons yeah. like that's what you smell before well it's, it's supposed like, to be associated with like hell. satanic and like paranormal yeah. demonic beings yeah sulfur and brimstone my breath yeah. shudders as i inhale and i bite my lip trying to keep from crying out the breathing draws back from my ear and the room becomes silent i still haven't heard any noise from alexis or know how far away from her i am right now i turn my head from side to side straining to hear the slightest noise but can't make anything out in the void the pain alone steals a breath from my lungs, rendering me unable to scream or even make a sound. I have to get out of here, but I don't know which way I have to go. The dark has robbed me of any sense of where I am in my room. Lost, I begin to crawl in a random direction, desperate to get away. I swing my hand back and forth in an arc, trying to find the wall, my bed, anything. 
Finally, my hand comes into contact with something solid. I run it across its surface and realize I found one of the walls of my bedroom. Using it as a guide, I follow it moving slowly, brushing my fingers against it to remain on course while my other hand prods forward in the dark. I'm hoping to find the door, but instead I butt my hand against another wall and find myself in the corner of the bedroom. I wedge myself into the corner and face the emptiness in front of me. Just having the wall behind me made me feel safer. Although I can't see it, I can hear something behind me, and I can hear the movement coming towards me. It doesn't sound like it's on the floor this time, but rather on the wall or maybe the ceiling above me. It is slow and methodical. Whatever this thing is, it knows I'm cornered now and it's taking its time. I didn't realize at the time I'd made a mistake. I hadn't found a safe place, but rather cut myself off from any means of escaping. The sound of the movement all of a sudden stopped, and it sounded like it could have been right above me when the room fell silent. I focused everything I had trying to hear where it was coming from. From somewhere above me, a cold, wet drip hits my forehead and slides down the side of my face. I reach a hand up and touch the liquid. It's greasy again, and a cold dread spreads through me as I realize it's right above me. (laughs) I bolt from the corner of my room toward where I believe the door is. I stumble and fall over obstacles as I rush in blind panic towards what I hope is safety. I crash into the wall and I flail my arms across it looking for the door and my escape. I move to the right, praying I'm going to find the right direction. Finally, my hands find what I'm looking for. I twist it hard and throw myself out into the hall, landing hard on my elbow and hip. I look back where I had just come from, and the light from the hallway barely illuminates my room. But there's enough to see a dark shadow floating over the ceiling through my door. In a blink, it's gone. I stand and walk back to the door where Alexis is, and she's just sitting there. What? I quickly flip the light on, and she's just still as can be. Eyes closed. I rush over to her and I tap her on the shoulder and she immediately comes back too. She has no memory of anything that just happened. No memory of the seance. Nothing. I have no idea how to describe what just happened or what happened that day. And I still don't to to this day. But we don't talk about it. Why wouldn't you talk about it? I know. But also (laughs) I'm also like, fuck that. If she has no memory, I'm like, would I talk about it? I'd be drawing her pictures. That was this in a is book. what I saw. <laughs> that shit. <laughs> I'd be a, like, that was in a book called Real Ghost Stories? Yes. All of these ghost stories are from the same person throughout her life. So Ooh. like sh- they started when she was a kid. And then as a teenager, this is all in the same house. And then when she got older, she I find tells them. More people <clears throat> are like susceptible yeah. to having these experiences than others. Oh, yeah. Like I've heard other ghost stories from people I know. Everybody's got a ghost story, yeah. but I've never heard like a demon story, like a, a possession story or like a, yeah. You need something to read more negative, Reddit. <laughs> no, no, I've heard from Reddit, but I mean oh, like yeah, from yeah. someone I know. I think one of our Sunday scaries, <clears throat> we're going to do exorcisms. Yeah. Because there's some crazy real exorcism yeah. stories. Well, there. there's like, like I've had people tell me ghost stories where they've, they've been like, that's not a nice spirit. Yeah. Like that's definitely not... Good. Not like Linda? No, like Linda, Linda seems nice. Okay, I want to I want to end on like a nice one because Ooh, that like really, Casper the Friendly Ghost. That really gave me the heebie-jeebies. Great movie. Well, have you seen that one? I have seen that good. one. Good. I um um this one's by the uh user PKP434 on mm. Reddit. And the title is My Daughter's Quote Imaginary Friend. Did mm. either of you have an imaginary friend? No. No. But this, these ones creep me out. 
I had an imaginary friend, and her name was Sarah. Do you uh-huh. remember Sarah? Did rem- you see Sarah? I remember That's the Sarah, thing. but eventually she just like went away at a certain age. But was she imaginary, or did you see a her. girl named Sarah? I think I saw a girl named Sarah because I used to make my mom buckle her in. You saw her though, yeah. or you were just like, "Oh, buckle Sarah in." Yeah. Well, I don't really remember. Hmm. Anyways. Hmm. In 2013, my wife and I divorced, and we both moved into separate homes. The divorce went well, and we are still good friends to this day, partly because we have a daughter together. We agreed to split custody over our daughter, and I rented an old house in a historic district in the city where we live. It was a very pretty home, built in 1935, but kept up very well. I would have my daughter two weeks at a time, and she had a bedroom in the back of the house. She was three years old at the time, and I kept noticing her talking to her friend. One day I found her in a little closet talking to someone and I remember her saying she was talking to another little girl named Betty. I have no idea where she heard the name Betty as she was only three years old, but I just chalked it up to a child's vivid imagination. Keep in mind, I'm a single dad to a little girl. I really have no idea what I'm doing when it comes to dressing, hair, or just little girl stuff in general. Her mother is good at that stuff, but not me. I put my daughter to bed one night after her bath. I remember brushing her hair that night, but that's all I did. The very next morning, her mom came to pick her up from my house, and my daughter was just waking up. Her mom went back to her bedroom to find my daughter's hair was fixed in two perfect French braids. Her mom was real proud of me at the first that I had done her hair so cute, but I told her I didn't and couldn't do that. I can't even braid her hair, much less do perfect French braids. Mm -hmm. We asked our daughter how her hair got fixed, and she told us that Betty had done it during the night. No. I broke the contract on the rental agreement and moved out within the next month. Ah, uh, nope. Nope, 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 nope. Yep. And Betty just, like, went away. That's the thing is, like, do... Betty must have been attached to the, the house. I wonder if the mom watched a lot of Golden Girls, a lot mm. of reruns, Betty White. That's where she could learn the name The Betty. name Betty? Uh-huh. But, but I guess... She said it was a little girl. And her name's not Betty in the show. I don't no. think. Anyways, that's it, that's all. I wish I could French braid my hair. He's bald. The bald man. (laughs) Grow your beard out. We'll French braid your beard. Absolutely. Like a Viking. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for being here, Jay. Thanks for telling your story. Happy to join. Remember, all good stories start with a girls' night. But not everyone makes it to brunch. Brunch.